as Wire is all women. We have all women presenters and all women present in the groups. And that gives women a more comfortable place to be, a more safe place to be. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a new investor just starting out, we can point you in the direction of where to go and a little bit of the safety of having all women yet. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Marcus Maloney, your host of the Azria Show, and we have our co-host, Mike Delpreet. Hello, hello. And Mike is the executive director of Azria, and Azria is the largest Real Estate Investors Association in the country. And today we have our great subgroup uh, leader on today, Sherry Balios. And we're going to be talking about, you know, real estate investing in general because she owns properties in state, out of state, all over. Just came back from out of country. So she's doing quite a bit of things. So Sherry, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Hello. Good to see you guys. <laughs> welcome Good back. Day. Thank you. Thank you. So you and your husband, Paul, you guys just recently made the transition, right? From working nine to five careers. And now you are completely living financially free, doing your own thing off of real estate, correct? Yes. We retired from our jobs two years ago and we are full-time real estate investors now. Okay. Awesome. So let's talk about the plan, right? Because that don't just happen overnight. You know, you have to plan that out. Mm -hmm. And so kind of what was the plan? What did you and your husband talk about kind of getting ready for this transition? Well, first of all, it's took about 18 years to get here. Okay. Um, we were both working full-time jobs and little by little, we grew our farm of rental properties and we also have two vacation rentals. Paul's a My husband's a spreadsheet guy, so we had goals and we knew what we needed to do each year gain each year to get to that level. And okay. so every year, did we meet our goal? Did we not meet our goal? Did we meet our stretch goal? And you know, most of the time we met our goal, which awesome. was really, it was okay. really cool. It was surprising. And when we had a goal set, it really changed our mindset rather than just, than just fluttering along. You know, it was like this year we need to make $700 more a month cash flow, And you know, it, mm -hmm. it somehow we didn't know how it would happen, but it did. You know, mm -hmm. one year Paul ended up switching jobs because he was able to get at, at his 401k mm -hmm. and buy another property, you know, because we bought mm -hmm. properties in our self-directed IRA. Okay. So did you, sorry, Mike. No. I'm very, very interested in this. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's why we're here. So did you all, for your goals, was it a financial goal or was it, this is what we want our life to look like? when we retire and then you work back that way and know how much you needed to make or both a, okay. bit, a bit of both you know we wanted the financial freedom of not having to work nine to fives anymore and yes we wanted financial freedom when we retire we just didn't mm -hmm. want to live on social security because who knows if that's going to be right mm -hmm. okay great yeah. great so what about so you said you, said you didn't really have a what did you say? A goal or a plan? Like you said, you wanted 700 bucks and you guys just did it. 
in a way, right? So what were some of the things you were doing to just do it? Is that, well, yeah, we like, went to a what, lot of real estate meetings. <laughs> okay, exactly where we met <laughs> yeah, probably over 12 years ago. 18 at, years ago, I think. No, no, not 18. Was it? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> 12 years ago. Right. I, you know, almost close though. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Um, we went to a lot of real estate meetings and we did a lot of education you know, most of it through the real estate meetings. We met a lot of people that kept us inspired. You know, mm -hmm. we talked to a lot of like-minded people. Yep. And then you just need connections. You know, hey, I need a guy. One of my rentals needs a water heater. Oh, yeah, I got a guy. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we met other people that were investing out of state because we invest out of state mm -hmm. also when the prices were getting higher here and the numbers weren't making any sense. And if I remember correctly, you guys were also investing in deals. Maybe what... Like mm -hmm. thinking Gary, Dennis, and stuff like that. Like outside of just buying the property, I think you guys were always creative and open to doing different things, I noticed. Yep, we did. We did. We invested with other investors. Mm -hmm. Currently, we're investing in other people's notes. Mm -hmm. um, they're flipping, and we're investing mm -hmm. in that because we know that they're successful flippers and they're in their business. We do our due diligence too. You know, yep. you can't, mm -hmm. you just have to do your due diligence and watch who you're working with and um how'd you learn that yeah how'd you learn how to yeah how'd you learn how to do due diligence yeah how do you learn to do due diligence well if you're investing out of state there's a lot of things that you need to learn um and and look at growth really growth employment you know pricing rents those are the type of things that we look at when we decide to invest and you know those are the things we all learned here as well as when we were investing in the phoenix area they always said, buy in the path of growth, Yeah, you know, and when we first bought one of our properties way out in the East Valley, there was really nothing out there. There was just a little community and it was like a couple miles to the grocery store. And now it's, you know, just yeah. like city, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, everywhere. So, and the rents have gone up, 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 yep. which is really a nice benefit. And that's another nice benefit of, instead of just doing a 401k, you know, I had some money in a 401k from a job and if I would have left it there, I would have gotten, it was a little retirement pension thing. It was like two, $300 a month. Well, 15 years ago, that seemed like a lot, but mm -hmm. today it's not, right. you know, if I would have left it there, that's all I would be getting when I hit the retirement age of 65 or 59 mm -hmm. and a half, whatever it was when I could take it out. Instead, I bought a condo with that same bit of money when mm -hmm. the prices were less and now I can be getting fifteen hundred dollars a month for that same condo. Wow, right. It's very you know, creative. otherwise, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month or three hundred dollars a month. Plus, I have all the tax benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And let's pull this a little closer. Right. So, um, Sherry, quick question: Did you guys ever get into fixing and flipping or anything like that? Kind we of. We did that during the last crash. Yes, we fixed and flipped a number of homes and. Well, that was fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that only lasts for so long. And then you just, you have to constantly stay fluid in the real estate market. You really have to have your finger on the pulse all the time and figure out what's going on. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it's good for fix and flip. Sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it's better to buy and hold. Sometimes it's good to sell. Sometimes it's good to just do nothing and wait. Right, right. See, and that's, and, and, and the reason why I was asking that is because I wanted to drive home that point. Exactly what you're saying is that, with the market being so fluid, you have to have that 
pulse on the market. Mm-hmm. And you get that through Azria by knowing, okay, mm-hmm. what time or where are we at in the cycle? What should I be doing? Just like when we went to the um, monthly meeting last week, it was like, just don't do any flips, you know, kind of, you know, buy and hold, buy and hold. And like you said, you guys had a plan and you just started working that plan, you and your husband. And that's great. And it changes. And yeah. you guys, it sounds like you guys are always, you, you were resourceful, like you were, you adapted to change and you were open to other creative ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's You have to be that way or right. you're not going to last or you'll stop and wait yeah. till whenever you think is mm-hmm. right. Right. So cool. Real so, estate changes and as, as well as your life changes. When you're younger, you're willing to go out and run out there and do some of the repairs yourself. And, you know, you're working full time and taking care of kids and you have the energy for it. And then, you know, as years go on, you may not want to do that. You know, we've been doing it almost 20 years now. And eh, fixing a toilet on a Saturday afternoon isn't as appealing as it was 20 years right. ago. Exactly. You know, so we don't manage our own. We Most of our properties are under property management now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're wanting to simplify things. Do you think that someone new should be a property manager, their own property manager first to kind of get the hang of things? Or should they go straight to management? Um, yeah, I think they should be. You you learn a lot of things mm-hmm. being your own property manager. And when you do have property managers, when you transition over to that, when you have enough properties to do that, you really have to manage the property managers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do our own inspections on our properties here in the Phoenix area. We need to see what's going on with our investments. They don't like it very much, but we're paying them mm-hmm. and these are our investments. Of you know, we do things that the property management companies don't do, mm-hmm. you know, but there are investments. So, I mean, in, in the long run, we're saving ourselves money. You know, we go in, we make sure that the air filters are changed. We go in and we twist the valves underneath mm-hmm. every one of the sinks and make sure there's no leaks under every yeah. one of the sinks. You know, after storms, we sometimes go through, because we get big storms here in Phoenix, and check the roofs, make sure there's no leaks. Mm-hmm. Um, on, we do a, just a swing by on all of them. When we're in the area, we swing by the properties, and we make sure that the weeds are down. Cool. Mm-hmm. So you're checking on the, pro- you're, you're still mm-hmm. paying attention to the property manager. Right. It's important, because I think, mm-hmm. especially, like, if you're new to it, you're hiring someone, I like how like you're cutting the check. It's your house. It's your responsibility at the end of the day. Right. And you want to do certain things. You can't let someone influence you and say, oh, we don't need to do that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, because you said that they don't do it. Right. Right. So, they don't do it. Yeah. Right. Unless, cool. you know, unless you do it. And we've switched property management companies a number of times in different areas in different states. And one of the things I look for is when I'm switching property management companies, are you willing to meet with me every week for an hour a week? So I can see what's going on with each and every one of my properties until I know that they they have it down. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of start backing. You know, then I then I back off. Got you it. Know, which okay. I've done with I, we just recently changed property management company for our properties in Indiana, and that's what we did. Cool. You know, okay. I made sure that everything was in order, and now I'm backing off a little bit. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when when finding or hiring a new property manager. Like you said, you got the process of we meet once a week for an hour a week. What else should someone look for when they're looking for a property manager? I think it's longevity. And then I also get their references and I start calling them and make sure that these people are real and find out from other investors, how has your experience been with, with, this, with this particular management company? 
Love it. Mm -hmm. So property management, out-of-state investing. What do you guys have going on local? We have a couple of Airbnbs mm -hmm. that we're working. And we do have two properties left that we manage our, ourselves, and the rest of them are on property management. Cool. Mm -hmm. What are some creative ways you guys funded deals over the years? Because you talked about 401k at one point. Mm -hmm. So from start to as you guys grew into the career, what are some ways you funded deals? Like banks, raising well, yeah, money. We've used, but we've used banks. We've also partnered um, with other people. They brought in the down payment and we got the loan. Okay. And then we okay. get a certain percentage of a property. Yeah. Okay. You know? There you go. Right. And paper. if you use somebody's for self-directed IRA, they don't need the tax write-off. They can't get the tax benefits of it. So we get the tax benefits on that. So ah, that's a nice... Mm. So I know you, you have nice all this benefit. up here. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> yeah. so there's a lot of ways to do deals outside of just going to the bank. And some people think, hey, I want to get a rental. Oh, my credit's not good enough or you whatever it may be. So I just want to like show how creative we can get. Right. And sometimes if we had to buy something quick, sometimes we bought with hard money okay. and knew that we were going to uh, refinance. Mm -hmm. Like when the interest rates were real low a couple years ago, mm -hmm. you know, it was and the market was hot and we uh, needed to pick something up quickly because we didn't want it to go away. Wow. So we picked it up with hard money and then you know, refinanced it yep. in a month or two. There you mm -hmm. go. Love mm -hmm. it. 401ks, hard money, joint ventures, mm -hmm. banks. Banks. Mm -hmm. Love it. Whatever so you have there's, to do. There's numerous ways to finance a deal. Don't let one avenue stop you from getting into a transaction because, and and as real estate investors, that's our, that's our foray is to find a problem and come up with a solution. So, Money may be one problem for you that's listening. You have to take what Sherry said and find other avenues, partner with people in order to make things work, make deals work. And that's the importance of coming to like Azria is because you have people in the audience like Sherry or others that say, you know what, I'm not going to do this deal. I'm not going to swing the hammer, but you're a fix and flipper. You know, you do the work. We finance the transaction. And we joint venture on that deal. So mm -hmm. that's definitely a plus. And what you're saying is very, very true, Sherry. Mm -hmm. And specifically, like, you know, you can get the information all, all over the place. But we're, we're talking about networking and meeting people. There's a special group you can go to mm -hmm. <laughs> to learn specifically from Sherry, which you recently, not recently, man. Is it, how long has it been? Almost it's a year? Been over a year. Over, over a year. year. Mm -hmm. Time flies. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, Sherry is the subgroup leader for wire women in real estate investing here at Azria. so tell us about that so if you're in phoenix you can come here personally and learn from sherry and meet other like-minded people so what do you guys do at the, the women's subgroup well you know what i'm not to cut you off sherry let me jump in real quick why is it important to have a woman's subgroup because yeah, people question. don't understand that some of the challenges that women face in real estate as it being a quasi male dominated industry what are some of the challenges that women face that you guys words, <laughs> quasi, i'm like i gotta look this up man what are some of the challenges that women face that you that you have faced you know to give them some comfort and ease to be a real estate investor well first of all as wire is all women we have all women presenters mm -hmm. and all women present in the groups and that gives women a more comfortable place to be, a more safe place to be. You know, mm -hmm. whether you're uh, a seasoned investor or a new investor just starting out, we can point you in the direction of, of where to go. In the 
in the little bit of a safety of of having all women yes it is an all male dominated profession you know and how to deal with contractors we had Mm -hmm. that as a topic one time because usually it's male dominated contractors and sometimes they don't like to listen to Mm -hmm. us and how you deal with that Mm -hmm. you know and and then we also have resources you know with each other you know okay why don't you try this guy why don't you try this guy or they come in with a problem and say okay you know what what you know, maybe this is a solution to your problem. Mm-hmm. You know, this particular month, we're going to be talking about out-of-state investing and how to measure the state that you're going to be going into and different things like that. Yeah. So I know you guys done, I think you guys had Tracy Royce do a talk about flipping. I mm-hmm. think she came mm-hmm. in. You had, was it Abby came in? What did she talk about? Uh, I'm, I don't I think it was like networking. She, was it networking? Yes, sure she was. Like she was talking about relation, Raising money. Yes. Um, yes. You've had, I think you did a class on how to use a financial calculator, mm-hmm. right? That we was, did. Yep. So a lot of good stuff there. We also did the Airbnb lady. We yeah, did yeah, yeah. We had the Airbnb, Queen of Airbnb yep. came in. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So eclectic group of information and always changing up the topics. It's always uh, great info. What else have has spawned from that, like relationships or what else can you tell us about it? Because we're not in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> so you, no you got to let us know. <laughs> you know, we've made some really good friends in there. And um, there you go. That's key. Fellow, you know, fellow investors. Mm-hmm. And we, we help each other. Another lady, I was, was flipping a mobile home and she wasn't using her contractor. So she says, oh, yeah, this guy, he works out in the East Valley. Why don't you use him? I don't need him for about another month. By that time, your project will be done. You know, so it's more of a, Asri has turned into more of a community mm-hmm. to me rather than a group to go to just to get resources from. But it's a give and take situation now, which is, mm-hmm. which feels really nice. Yeah, know? it's huge. Like, well, well, you're volunteering your time, right? You don't have to do that. Like, so I think what, and we have like 15 subgroup leaders total. So it's like when it's an example you guys are setting, right? And I, I'm noticing members also, they, they do the same thing. Like, they're guys like Rudy, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you need a mobile home question, it's like, bing, he yep. answers his phone, he tells you, he doesn't charge you nothing. So it's right. cool that we have members like that. Awesome. So what else is what's what else is coming up on in the women's group? You're, I know it's out of state this month, but you have the rest of the month. Are you taking December off? I'm I think we January are. back in back at January. OK, right. Uh, we'll take January off because it's the beginning of the month. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. OK, it's right. It's right after New Year's. So, OK, yeah. So mm-hmm. always go to Ezria.org forward slash calendar. Is it we always have in the same day? Is it the. What's it? The, the first, first Tuesday of the month. First Tuesday of every month starting in February then? Yes. Okay. And December, you're doing December. We're no, doing just, December okay, next cool. week. Let's make sure. Next All right. Week, yes. So everyone watching the replay, they're going to be confused. Yeah. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> so so how can, so like this this month's topic or next month's December's is out-of-state investing. Mm-hmm. What are some of the key things for someone to come to Sherry's group, Wire, and say, all right, I want to learn about out-of-state investing. What are some of the key takeaways that they'll get from that from that time with you? Um, where to find out which states are landlord-friendly, because friendly, mm-hmm. that's really important. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have a state that's going to take you six months to evict someone, well, then mm-hmm. you're you know, six months without any rent. If you have mortgages on those properties, that really hurts. Yeah. 
It really does. So you want to find a state that's uh, landlord friendly. Arizona is. Very much yeah. so. So far. Or for now. For now. And let's <laughs> go out there and vote. Yeah, vote. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. So, yeah, another thing, Marcus is in Chicago, which mm-hmm. would probably be the frowned upon place. Mm-hmm. But there's a place when you know what you're doing, you can still make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I learned there it's a red state, but, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. landlord friendly. But they're not all created equal. Mm-hmm. The things right. I've learned... Just because it's red doesn't mean it's and it's landlord friendly doesn't mean it's we have it good here in Arizona right. compared to some right. things I've learned. Have you experienced anything unique like that in Indiana? It, yeah, we've bought state properties in four different states, New Mexico, Indiana, Ohio, here and in down down in Tucson. And every place has a different mm-hmm. a different vibe or whatever you want yeah. to call it different rules mm-hmm. yep. different different landlord friendly things different rules for the realtors different rules for closing different title agencies for instance in ohio the seller no the buyer excuse me the buyer picks the title agency is that right the buyer? Yep. The seller. yeah it's the buyer. buyer that the buyer that picks the title mm-hmm. agency not the seller you know, it's just different, you know, in every different state, mm-hmm. you know, so, and the pricing is different, too, in every different in every state. Arizona is yeah. pretty inexpensive when it comes to closings. But in other states, it's yeah. a lot more. You touch on a lot. So that goes back to due diligence, right? right? Like understanding the rules, the regulations. And Marcus, he closes with an, an attorney. There's no title companies, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. little things like that. Right. That add up. Right. Yeah. In Indiana, they have different laws also. Mm-hmm. on different types of deeds that you might have, especially if you bought the property originally from an auction. There could be some holdovers yeah. on that, but they go away after so many years. And mm. certain comp- certain title companies will do this, certain type title companies won't. So you really have to, again, have your finger on the pulse, get into those RIAs there and find out so from true. the people what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, from other investors. Yeah, go to the nationalria.org, look, search for a licensed RIA, in your city and just go there and get the rule, you know, find out how it works. Another thing I learned in Cleveland was, yeah, you know, okay, it's cheap. Let's go more cash flow. But when I went to go refi, there's a lot of lenders that don't go under hundred K. Right. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, now what do I do? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I got to, I just bought these properties. So right. yeah, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be very informative then. So, mm-hmm. so, so Sherry, why did you and your husband decide to go to Indiana and Ohio versus well, you said you went to New Mexico too, mm-hmm. versus like some south southeastern states, you know, Georgia, Alabama, you know, why why those states? We had met a, for the Indiana ones. We had met an investor that was buying properties there mm-hmm. off auction, and at that time was selling them for eh, around fifty thousand dollars, and that's when things here were around two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, I mean, you know, do the numbers, it's right there. Right. Yeah. And the same thing in Ohio, we bought a couple out there. Um, the prices were a lot lower. That was just a couple years ago. Then here, when they were 300000 you could still buy a house for hmm, 100000 150000 And the rents were fairly high there, yeah. 11, 12, 1400 for the rents. Usually the 1% rule worked there. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's back to going doing your due diligence and knowing the market. And that's the reason why you should attend the wire group that way you can lean on that expertise from Sherry that has done deals in four different states, five mm-hmm. different states. And you can ask those questions, not only from Sherry, but from other 
uh, guests and, and members that attend that group. So, mm-hmm. uh, so first of all, no men allowed. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's only women. <laughs> Wire stands for women in real estate. So no men allowed. Let the women have their safe, safe space so they can talk and congregate and come together and do real estate. So, um, Sherry, what have you, how has the group been valuable to you? You know, being the educator, being the person up front, what have you learned from the members of the group? You just never know who's going to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, a couple months ago, I met Abby. She was a new, she newly had moved here to Arizona and mm-hmm. they had done some really cool deals, um, some crowdfunding and things like that in another state. You just never knew who you're going to run into. And they come up with the greatest resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found some resources from these ladies that I couldn't believe. I was like, wow, I didn't know about that one. (laughs) You know, you get some really good resources from from these ladies. Sometimes you learn about new laws that are coming up. You just, it's again, having your finger on the pulse. I can't be everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. And you just learn different different things from everyone. Learning, yeah. Yeah. There's a power of networking. We were talking with Brent today, talking to people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing. So different experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, there's another lady that I've gotten close to and, she had uh, experience in the auction business mm-hmm. and in construction. So she told me how long it should take for a mobile home roof to be put on, how many man hours it was going to take for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure. I hadn't done that one mm-hmm. before. So, I mean, I learned these things from other people. We didn't even talk about the mobile homes. Didn't you guys, weren't you guys just flipping one a couple months ago? Yes. yes. Or, or were, were renting it or are you guys still working on it or you still have it? We're still working on selling it. Cool. Yeah, it's that's another thing we learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You really don't want to hold a. You don't really want to have a mobile home that you flip in the summertime in a fifty-five plus community because you end up holding it all summer because the snowbirds are gone. Right. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. the winter visitors are back, and we've got some really good bites on it right now, and good. hopefully, we'll be gone by the end of the year. Awesome. Or maybe the beginning of next year. That probably be better for us tax wise. That's another mm-hmm. thing you really need to learn is get a good accountant mm-hmm. because taxes are another big thing. Very big. You know, when you have a number of properties and 401ks and self-directed IRAs and when you're doing flips and you've got a lot of things going on, you really need to know the tax the tax mm-hmm. consequences of, of what you're doing. Consequences, yeah. advantages. And, and it's not just an accountant, though. Right. In a way. So who do you talk to to get the plan? The plan. That you tell your accountant. Yeah. In a way. It's, it's a whole, it's crazy. Yeah. You, you know, again, network, network, network. Yeah, exactly. You know, and unfortunately, some of the things we learned by trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you get stuck with a big tax bill one year. You're like, oh, we're never going to do that one again. Yeah. And then yeah. you tell your friends, okay, you're thinking about doing this. You might want to consider your tax consequences on that one because this is what happened to us. You know, so it's important to come to AZ Wire, come to the networking group, get those experiences, learn from people that already been through it and done it and made the mistakes. Uh, second Tuesday, first, first, Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month. Right. Azria.org forward slash calendar. Come check out Sherry. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I, I did Marcus this thing. <laughs> so anything, anything, parting and ending up, anything you want to, how do we get a hold of you? Yeah. How do we hang out with you guys besides the, the group? Come on down to Aswire. Yep. I'm happy to have lunch or coffee with any of the ladies that would like to afterwards. And cool. we can network and I can steer you in the right direction. Very or if I don't know, I'll send you to someone else who might. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Love it.
So, ladies, there you go. An open invitation to come to AZ Wire and to spend time with, with Sherry and really learn from an experienced investor that has mm-hmm. been doing this for uh, nearly 20 years, have experienced multiple states, multiple transactions, multiple different types of transactions. So come on down, AZ Wire. Go to azreia.org. That's azrea.org forward slash calendar. Find all of the events that we host for the month. Thank you so much. And then also feel free to give me and Mike a five-star review. Let everyone know how we're doing so we can bring on a guest that you really want to hear from and let us know what topics you want to hear about. So you can follow us on our YouTube page, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and our podcast. So thank you so much for being loyal listeners. And if you want to be a member of Asria, just go to asria.org. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Azria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpreet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.